and welcome to the All Purpose NFL Podcast with AP and Trey. I am AP. He's Willie Trey Wheeler. We have done the North, the South, the East, and it is time for us to get to the West, where the best quarterback in the NFL is. But we're not going to start with him. So, Willie, are you ready to wrap this thing on up and hit the Western teams? Yes, yes. It's been a it's been a pretty good journey going through. Um, last last segment of our division. Our division go go around and let the close it out on a high note. Yes, yes, we do. So we were gonna start on the AFC, but we can end it on a high note. We'll end it with the AFC West, so we can just you know wax poetically about Patrick Mahomes and all of that stuff. So we're gonna start with the NFC West. Throw with a curveball. So I think we should start with the worst team in the NFC West and quite possibly the worst team for this year, um, the Arizona Cardinals. So, Willie, I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out here. And I want to know what you think. If I were the Cardinals, I would say that Kyler Murray, his injuries, uh, he suffered a couple of setbacks, and Kyler Murray ain't playing this year. We going to tank. We're just tanking it out. I don't care. We're going to get the number one pick. And then we are open for business. You want Caleb Williams? What you got and what you going to give up for? Like, there's not much else that we need to talk about. I want at least three number ones and maybe a player. You want, you want this guy? You got to come get him. At this point, they don't have the roster to succeed now. They can get a wealth of picks for next year and use that to improve this roster. We can get into like more about the roster and everything. But what do you think about what I my, my initial plan for their season? I think they're already three steps ahead of you. They've already traded some starters. I mean, they, they cut Colt McCoy. Their start, their two potential starting quarterbacks is Joshua Dobbs, who just got on, who just got off the plane, and some guy I've never heard of. They got picked in like the fifth or sixth round. Side note, I just want to say this. I literally yesterday saw a TikTok of Josh Dobbs. And he was like, all right, let's move to Arizona. So, like, my, my man's here is freshly off the plane, and you cut longtime backup Colt McCoy, which now to tell you all you need, you have no intentions of winning any games this year. I think there are full-fledged doing what you said they're going to do. They're going to tank. They're going to tank horribly. They're 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 gonna do it. And like you said, they're not gonna pick Caleb and one. They believe they got their guy. And of course their dead cap hit is probably enormous. So no, they're just gonna tank it out. They might let Kyler come back if he's healthy, but I agree with your plan. You want Caleb Williams? Tampa Bay, you want Caleb Williams? What you finna give up, man? Like you said, three, I need three number ones. If I if I was just talking to Tampa Bay, I'd say give me give me three number ones and Tristan Wirfs, and we'll go from there. You don't want to do the deal? Fine, okay, no problem. Atlanta, what you working with? Atlanta, um, I'm gonna need three number ones, and I'm gonna take and I'm gonna take Drake London off your hands. You don't like it? 
fine. Plain it is it's, it's it's very simple. Oakland, you want to move up? You don't have anybody I want, so it's gonna cost you three number ones and a third round pick because you have absolutely nothing that I want. Give me Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll, you, you can cost that up. But yeah, Kayla Williams is probably will be the most heralded prospect that we'll see in a long time. Yeah, you don't have to pay. Plain and simple, you don't have to pay. But yeah, Cardinals, um, at most two wins, maybe three. We'll probably have some Buddha Baker speech where he's not happy about losing. Dude, you just signed an extension with a. With, didn't he just get paid? He just got didn't he sign an extension or got a pay raise? Uh I think so. So you knew this team was hot garbage. And instead of standing on your trade me, you just wanted some more money. Okay. So don't complain when y'all go two and fifteen. Best case scenario. That's all I got on the Cardinals. Yeah, I agree. It's not good. At this point, they didn't really add much. Will Hernandez is there. Oh, turnstile. And they added Kazir White from Philadelphia. They lost Zach Allen and Byron Murphy Jr. and Justin Pugh. None of those guys are, like, really doing anything. Can can I throw a shout-out real quick? Yes. Shout-out to Hollywood Brown. I'm going to leave Baltimore because – this doesn't fit me. This offense doesn't fit me. We're going to ignore the drops, though. But this offense doesn't fit me. And now you're literally going to be catching passes from people you don't know. And you're on the worst team in the NFL. And you quite possibly could, it could, could have been on a Super Bowl roster this year. Bro, I couldn't think of Hollywood's name for nothing in the world. I was like, his name is Hollywood. I don't remember what else his name, what his other, the other parts of his name are. Um, it's Marquise. It's Marquise. Drops? Yeah, Marquise drops Brown. Okay, cool. Did they, I think they exercised his uh, fifth-year option. They had a decent draft. They got Paris Johnson early. Um, hopefully he can kind of help on the offensive line. B.J. Ajilari, it's a solid pick, I guess. Like, I just, looking at what they have, they're not going to be a good team. They're right. They are putting out bad quarterbacks. I will say that Josh Dobbs has the potential to continue to like Josh Dobbs is a serviceable um, backup quarterback. Like, and he's been in the league long enough. I don't know why you get rid of Colt McCoy unless you just got Josh Dobbs for less money. They don't um, plan on winning. Oh, I at all. They're going to win two games. So we will move on from the Cardinals and go to a team that, you know, two years ago won the Super Bowl. And now, yeah, I don't know what they'll be. Like, I, I'm so I'm conflicted on the Rams. I think that on a good day, if you have Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, and a solid run game, you're a decent team. The biggest problem they have is their offensive line. But if the offensive line can be borderline decent, they should be able to, you know, not suck as much as they did last year. I have questions about how effective they can be, but, like, I think they have the 
head coach, offensive coordinator, and the defensive coordinator to have success. I think that, like, even with the idea that Matt Stafford gets hurt and you got to run Stetson Bennett out there, I don't feel like Stetson Bennett is – but I feel like Stetson Bennett would be able to, you know, go out there and do the job. Do I have a whole lot of faith in him? No. Do I feel like, you know, he can be there? Yeah. And I mean, they still have Skoranek. They got they added Demarcus Robinson. They got Van Jefferson. They lost a lot defensively. Like they lost Taylor Rapp. They lost Ashawn Robinson. They lost another safety in Nick Scott. And they didn't really add anything. They added Coleman Shelton as a center. And so I think that, oh, and, you know, trading away Jalen Ramsey, which I don't think was a bad idea, but I am interested to see how it all works out. They did draft a lot of people in later rounds, but they drafted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. They drafted 14 people with them. I think that Aaron Donald is going to be Aaron Donald. It'll be really interesting to see where they go. But I I don't think they will be as bad as last year. But I honestly, I feel like they'll probably end up being somewhere around. Nope. They're going to suck. Exactly. <laughs> wait, wait. Do you know why I said that? No, I have my own reason why I think they're going to suck, but keep going. At Seattle. L. Home against San Francisco. That's super L. At Bengals. L. At Colts. Win. That they're going to win that game, and I feel bad because their first wins will come against Anthony Richardson, and the media is going to scrutinize him because he's not all the way polished. But that's a later conversation for a different episode. Yes. Home against the Eagles. <laughs> Home against the Cardinals. They win that game. Home against the Steelers. L. At the Cowboys. We beating the brakes off of them. At the Packers. <laughs> They might win that game. I think Jordan Love is going to make them <laughs> going to hurt their feelings. They might win that game. I'll sp- I give them that be number two. I give them number two. Only because I think Sean McVay is a better coach than Matt LaFleur. That, that's fair. Home against the Seahawks. Doesn't matter. Hell. <laughs> At the Cardinals. They I- split with the Cardinals. I say they split. Oh, okay. Um, home against the Browns. Oh, goodness gracious, Dale. At the Ravens. <laughs> Lamar pull us a highlight show. Washington. They get Washington at home. They can win that game. That's number three. Home against the Saints. Doesn't matter, L. At the Giants. L. At the 49ers. L. Bro, they gonna suck. And it's not even they fall. L. And I didn't even see the schedule, and I put them in. You know the sad thing about this, AP? You know what's really sad about the Rams? You had them at 5 and 12? I had them at 5. Yep. And I can't even find five games. I had them at 5. They're not winning crap. They're not. They sold their soul. They got the ring. It's good. They'll be good for, you know, for, for a while. Because it's more than what my Cowboys got in the same span. So, it's like, they're good. But they're going to be high garbage. When you have your when you when your franchise quarterback 
or bridge gap quarterback. Let's just call it what it really is. Your bridge gap quarterback's wife is making public statements about how he can't connect with his teammates and how he's bothered that his teammates pulls out their phones after every meeting. I don't think that's something that should be public knowledge. I should know that. You should know that. I should not be able to see that on Instagram. Yep. I should not be able to see that. So this team, to me, is already falling apart, and y'all hadn't even got started with y'all L's yet. And it's going to be a lot of L's. It's going to be a lot of L's. Like I told you to do. Remember, if, if our viewers may not remember, or our listeners may not remember, but remember when I told you they weren't they had zero percent chance of repeating? Yep. They still got the same problem. They can't block. They can't block. Whitworth definitely ain't coming back. You trade away Ramsey. You who's out there covering me? You, JD? Okay, cool. So we out there covering. And I run like a five, eight, forty at best. So there you go. Aaron Donald's probably gonna be like, I don't feel like doing this halfway through the season. Cooper Cup, he's getting older, and I think he is old, but it's only so much. Even though he was a complete disaster, you got rid of your number two hours, even though he was a complete disaster there. Pam Akers was a good fantasy producer near the end of the season, but let's call it what it is. You have no talent. Your your team is very top-heavy. Yes. So there's not much else to say about the Rams, and we will hit the Seahawks. I don't know about you, Willie. I have the Seahawks winning the division. I think that, I do. I do. I think that they will be able to do enough to outlast the 49ers. In that same token, if the 49ers win, I won't be surprised. Like, I'm not – this ain't like an old runaway. This is holy. I think that Brock will have a – closer to median level year and he will have times where it makes it harder for them to win and I think the 40 the Seahawks will do better but in that same time I could be completely wrong and I, I would accept the fact that I would be completely wrong I think that they're they added they brought back Bobby I think that was the best thing they could have done I think letting Bobby go was a bad decision it gave me Dwayne Wade vibes of we can't pay you no more like you want to be paid, so we'll let you go and do whatever you want and make some more money while you're out there, and then you can come back home. Gino got his money. We talked about that a few months ago. Um, they added Devin Bush. I'm still, like, you You thought Devin Bush was going to be a Hall of Famer. He might still have it in him, but he didn't. He fizzled out with the Steelers, and so I'm glad he found somewhere to be. I think that, you know, I have concerns about Gino. I think that, and I, I've said this before, Pete Carroll's system was such that for the flat that Russell gets about leaving and not performing as well, Pete Carroll's system is not really that great of a system. It's just functioning. It Gino made it function the best that it's functioned in a while. But, like, they were 9-8. and eight. Gino threw for the most yards that any Seahawks quarterback had ever thrown for but you were nine and eight. Russ had one season where he wasn't hurt that they had less than 10 wins. So, you know, Gino's amazing. Let's go Gino, go Gino. I do think that they probably have the best wide receiver room. Uh, No, they don't. They don't. 
They don't. No, they don't. They have one of the best wide receiver rooms. Absolutely. I, I'm really interested to see what happens with Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. I think that you adding Devin Witherspoon with Tariq Woolen will be really good. They added some nice pieces. I'm interested to see what the running back out of UCLA is able to do. He's pretty good. With the – is it Kenneth Walker? I think it's Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker, yes. But I, I, I think that this is a pretty good team. I don't think they would go far in the – Playoffs, I think that even if they do win the division, San Francisco would still be the better playoff team. So what are your thoughts on Seahawks? Seahawks is a will be a very fun average team. They'll be fun to watch because Geno is going to have some good games. With those kinds of weapons, it's kind of hard for him not to. Jackson Smith and Jigba before his wrist injury, I thought honestly had a chance, an outside chance at rookie of the year. This man can get separation. This, this young man can definitely get separation. That's what he did in college. He specializes in that. And what also, he's in a great situation where you have Lockett on one side and you have Mr. DK on the other side with him playing in the slot. This guy's going to eat your third corner alive. Straight up. He is finna eat that man alive. It's going to get ugly when he comes back. Um, Noah Fant isn't terrible. He can't block a dead cockroach, but he is not a bad player by any stretch of the imagination. They Jamal Adams comes back, who once point in time I thought was the best safety in the league. It's been a long time since I said that, but uh, at one point in time I thought he was the top dog, and it wasn't even close. Uh, Tariq Woolen is an up-and-coming star. Like you said, bringing Bobby back will bring some stability, bring some leadership to that defense. I love that. Never should have let him go. I don't care how much it cost. Should have never let him go. I, but I, at the end, I do think this team will probably be like nine and eight. I don't see them winning the division. I don't think their roster top to bottom is good as the 49ers. I don't, I would say this. If you fast forward, it's provided that they get a actual long-term solution at the quarterback position, because let's be real, um, Gino is a bridge gap at this point. You give them three years, they could run the division. I I could see I could see that. Um, three years from now, I mean, Kittle maybe on his probably is on his way out. Debo's probably on his way out. Sure, Williams definitely doesn't exist anymore. Um, Fred Warner will still be there. Baby Troy will still be there. But Seattle, I think, will be a fun team to watch. I plan on watching a little bit more of them if I can get the NFL red zone for free. Hopefully, I can. Not red zone, but a Sunday ticket. Sunday ticket for free. I think they'll be a fun team to watch. I like them offensively, defensively. They'll be all right. But I think for the most part, they're an average 9-18. and 18. I'll say best case scenario, 11 wins. Their floor, I think, is only like 8-9. Eight, eight so worst case scenario, they're, they're one game behind 500. Yeah. I think that they'll, like you said, I, I see them having a pretty good season. Um and I think that they're they are just what you said. They will be a fun average team. I don't think there'll be there will be more t- many times where they get blown out. I also don't think there'll be many times where they just blow people out. And the final team that we're gonna hit for the NFC West is the 49ers. We both think the 49ers are a great team. I think the bigger thing that we can go ahead and hit um is the Trey Lance deal. One of the things that really bothered me over the course of the past few days since trade got traded was the idea that this was a bad trade and they should 
that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan made a mistake and it was a it was the worst trade in history. And we've talked about it a couple of times since then that realistically it wasn't a bad trade to get go get Trey Lance. For one, go get your guy. For two, you gave up stuff to go get him because you thought you had a Ferrari and you thought that you were going to blow this thing out the water. That didn't actually happen. But what I don't think people are honestly taking into consideration is the Brock Purdy of it all. If Brock Purdy does not exist, Trey Lance has to start a job this year. There is no trying to figure out what Sam Darnold can do or any of that. And so Brock Purdy changed this situation in ways that most people are not acknowledging. It wasn't a bad trade because it didn't work out. Because not everything that doesn't work out, just because something did not work out, does not mean that it was a bad idea. Getting Trey Lance was not a bad idea. What you gave up for Trey Lance, you had to, you got as close to the top as you wanted, as you could, because the Jets weren't going to give up what they thought was Zach Wilson, and the Jaguars won't, Jaguars weren't going to give up what they had in uh, Trevor Lawrence. You went and got what you thought was going to work. It didn't work out. Boo-hoo. But in that, you've still made the NFC Championship two years in a row. You're a Super Bowl favorite. It doesn't make sense to say this was a bad trade because it didn't work out. And the final thing I would say before I let you go with me, you talked about this earlier, Trey Lance could not stay in that building. I don't think that there was ever a chance where Trey Lance would have beat out Sam Darnold because they didn't want Trey standing behind Brock Purdy and if anything went wrong, if Brock got hurt, if Brock didn't look good, any type of situation that put them in a position to have Kyle look at Trey and be like, ooh, I kind of want to run with that Ferrari, they had to get him out of the building. So him being traded away and them looking down upon him, no, he couldn't stay in the building at all. Willie, what are your thoughts? 49ers won the division convincingly because I got them sweeping Seattle. Uh, Trey Lance could not stay in the building none whatsoever. I do have a couple thing, a couple names I want to say. The trade, oh, it was a bad trade, horrible trade, horrible trade. Not because it didn't work, because it wasn't going to work. Why was it wasn't going to work? Okay, good question. Wentz, Dolph, Mariota, did they trade up to get Winston, or did they just think that bad? No, they didn't trade up for Winston. They didn't trade up for Winston. Okay. Uh, Trubisky. Historically, when you actually do these kinds of deals. It don't work. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. It don't work, which has me concerned about a very particular player. Because uh, I am concerned about that guy, because as we've talked about before, I don't trust Nan one of these rookies. But especially that guy number one I'm concerned about. Considering the history, it don't work. It wasn't never going to work. History shows when you do that type of death deal, for a quarterback, it don't work. RG3. He 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 died. That's different. But it didn't work. <laughs> so oh, that also speaking of RG3, that's why the 49ers will be suiting up me for week five at quarterback. Because I do believe Shanahan is cursed. So interesting thought process. Jared Goff did work. I can't say it worked when you literally pay the guy and then say, I can't win the Super Bowl with this guy the very next year. 
I, I, I can't say that worked. I cannot say that worked. Okay, so couple things. We'll have to we'll, we'll have to disagree on that one. I can't say that worked. Couple things. Willie, he made it to the Super Bowl. So did so did Trent Dilfer. Yes, but golf made it to the Super Bowl. Brad Johnson made it to a Super Bowl. No, that's not where I was going. He was eleven and four, thirteen and three, two Pro Bowls. And a first team all pro. Wait, did he get all pro? No. He's made the he's made multiple Pro Bowls. He is what most would consider a pretty good quarterback. It didn't work out in the way that we want to say that it works out, but whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Since 20, I want to say 15, ain't a certain player still on the top 10 rushing touchdowns list that ain't played in three years? Who? Some guy named Ty Gurley. Yes. I ain't hearing crap about Jared Goff this. No, no. I here, here's here's my thing. For the idea that it didn't work with Jared Goff, Jared Goff, unlike any of those other guys, has actually had a level of success. I agree with that. Look at what they were saddled to, and look at what Jared Goff was saddled to. We can look at Mariota, who had how what five coaches in five years. Yep. Uh, we can look at Wentz, who just turned over the ball and had a mental breakdown completely when his backup won the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's not really fair. Because he's not fair to him. No, um, no, no. It's not fair to use him against golf because you know Carson Wentz had everything and one, and all he did was dive for the end zone and somehow tore his ACL diving for the end zone. Yeah, and it just never worked out again. Never worked out again. Oh. So yeah, like I I agree with you that like it's it's a very weird situation because in general it just it generally does not work at the point that you trade up for someone it's usually it has not worked most times I feel like at some point I need to do a deep dive on guys who were traded up for into the top five what quarterbacks were traded up into the top five to get and see how well they did but I mean you're right it hasn't worked out. It's not a surprise that it didn't work out. But, yeah, if you want to say the trade was bad for that reason, I wholeheartedly I wholeheartedly understand. But all the people who are saying that it was a bad trade because it didn't work out, it's not a good thing to say. And it, it's, like, clickbaity in my opinion. But I understand, like, oh, no, it didn't work out. It was bad. We've talked about it all, multiple times. Just because something doesn't work out doesn't mean that – it, it was a bad decision. Yes. Yes. Facts. All right. Now we're going to get into the AFC West. So let's go ahead and get straight into it. Let's talk about the Broncos. What's funny is we just got through talking about the Seahawks. And I stand by what I've said for years. Russell Wilson, I think that one of the problems with Russell Wilson was he wanted to cook. And people were like, oh, let Russ cook. Let's let Russ cook. And then when he did do what people thought of as cooking, it didn't go as well. But, Willie, I don't know if you remember years ago I was saying to you, the problem is not that Russ needs to, like, go out here and act like Patrick Mahomes. He, he stop running 
Pete Carroll system of run on first down, run on second down. Oh, it's second and seven. Throw the ball. Like Russ consistently had to bail them out. Like I don't remember the exact stat, but we've talked about it before. There was a point where Russ was had the lowest yardage in multiple years during the first, second, and third quarter, and the most yardage during the fourth quarter because he kept having to like win through the air at the end of games. <clears throat> I think that last year was an anomaly. I wholeheartedly blame Nathaniel Hackett. Um, it just, whatever he was doing wasn't working and him as a head coach didn't work. I think that the team as a whole should be better. I think losing some of their offensive line was a problem, but they did bring in Mike McGlinchey and Ben Powers. So I think that those two are will be really, really good additions. They added Zach Allen. They added Kareem Jackson. They added Samaja P. Ryan, which both of us think is a really good player. Um, they lost a couple of players like Draymond Jones and, like I said, Reisner and Turner. Um, they didn't really have a very good draft. I think who – who is their defensive coordinator? Do you remember Willie? Uh, I think it's Van Joseph is back. Yeah, Vance Joseph came back. I I don't think you could have paid me enough money to come back. I, I, I don't. But I think that the combination of Sean Payton, Joe Lombardi, and Vance Joseph will have this team playing at a very good level. A lot of people are saying that Russ will have a short leash and they're not going to trust him. Like, they paid him too much. You got to deal with it. Like, that, that, that's what's going to work this year. They don't necessarily have a hard schedule. I honestly believe that if Sean Payton can get, like, 2019, 2020-ish Russell Wilson, they're, they are a – fringe playoff team based on their schedule. I think that they have all of the pieces. You got Javante, you have Jerry Judy, you got Tim Patrick still. Do they still have Tim Patrick? Judy will be fine. No, 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 no. I, I think Tim Patrick hurt himself again, like for the year. No, Tim Patrick isn't on the team anymore. Well, there's that. But they still have Cordelin Sutton. I'm interested to see what Mims does this year. Just overall, I, I have – Higher hopes for this team overall, but I don't necessarily like. I am being cautiously optimistic and looking at their schedule and saying I could see them winning nine, eight or nine games, and I think that that's an improvement. That I mean, realistically, you're in a really tough division. You got to play, in my opinion, best case scenario, you go five hundred in the division, and that's that that's fine. So what are your thoughts on the Broncos? I think they should be the team that most people should have their eyes on this year. Hmm. Yes, I actually do. I actually do. I think this will be the most intriguing team this year because you have a situation where you saw a, at one point in time, look like a lock for Hall of Fame to play so poorly when now people actually question it. I think he'll still have the counting numbers to get into the Hall of Fame. But you watch the offense. They couldn't get plays in. 
They literally had no time management. You had to hire a guy to help you out with that. They wasted the, a year of the defense. The defense actually wasn't bad at all. This team, it was you can't be that bad again. That's why you brought in somebody like Sean Payton. You can't be that bad again. You got back your most important player, which was Javante Williams. Whether Russell like it, likes it or not, whether he wants to admit it or not, it is totally irrelevant. He works better when he has a solid running game behind him. And he will have that. Nothing against Melvin Gordon, but Melvin Gordon cannot sniff Javante's jockstrap. Just can't. Even in his best days, I will still pick Javante. Uh, Samaj Piran, very serviceable, serviceable number two back, can actually catch the ball. A lot of people don't know that. He actually is a good pass catcher. Uh, Jerry Judy can separate. He's been separated from people since Alabama. He can separate. You can get him the ball. But this team was so bad and so hard to watch. Like it was, I mean, if you remember, AP, there was a point in time where people were mad that the Broncos were so much on the on the national television schedule because how bad they looked. Yeah, that was, it was a really weird like situation because they were like. I think on prime time, like four weeks in a row, which to start made sense. And then it just was horrible. Like, so it was so very, very bad. It completely fell apart. So I think this honestly, because I'm, I'm thinking about the other teams in the division and I know what I'm finna get from each and every one of them. Um, this team, I don't have a clue what I'm finna get with them. I don't have a clue. I could easily see them completely falling apart and going five and twelve. I could see a scenario. Now, granted, it's going to take some injuries, but I could see them winning ten to eleven games. They're that all over the board, in my opinion. Do I think they'll win eleven games? Absolutely not. They no, they're not. They got to contend with number fifteen, and long as number fifteen's there, I'm not really worried about them. Um, you want to go through that schedule real quick? Let's do it. Raiders. They'll win that game. Commanders. They'll win that game, too. At Dolphins. It's, are we banking on Tua still being, you know? Yes. Okay, so with Tua, they lose. Without Tua, they win. At Bears. That's going to be a tricky one. I, it's I'm going to say they get the dub. I don't want to say that though. I think that they I think that at that point, starting two and one, I think they'll have more confidence and they'll be able to push that win. Home against the Jets. No, they ain't winning that. I'm gonna be honest with you. I my concern is not actually their offense. I question how good their defense will play against the Jets. And I could see I could see them giving Aaron Rodgers fits. Yeah. So I, I'll stick with you. I'll go with you. That's a loss. At the Chiefs. So next, uh, home with the home against the Packers. I said they win that game. At the Chiefs. That's a, that's a uh, next. No, next. No, they're home against the Chiefs. Doesn't matter. So next. By week at the Bills. Uh, <laughs> oh, next. Home against the Vikings. Doesn't matter. Um, I'm gonna say Vikings win that guy. Really. Only because I don't think that game will be prime time. It is prime time. So. Oh, sh- next uh, Broncos win. 
Yep. Home against the Browns. Deshaun Watson wins that game some kind of way. Okay. At the Texans, win. Yeah, that's a win. At the Chargers, loss. At Chargers. What week are we at? 14. Okay, see, by this point in time, I, I mean, we're going to get into it um, in a couple minutes, but by that time, I expect Mike Williams and Keenan Allen to be hurt. <laughs> so, um, they're going to be trying now. Uh, Quinn Dustin and and Guy, uh, Guyton, I, I think that's his last name. So, by that, yeah, we 14, both of them are out for the season. So, yeah, I got the Broncos winning that game. <laughs> Okay. That was trifling, I know. That was trifling, I know. That's what that was. At the Lions. Oh, L. I, I'll give you that L. I'll give you that L. Home against the Patriots. Win. It should be a win. Let this. That game is going to be hard to watch. That game ain't going to get many people watching. That game is going to be hard to watch. Lord oh. bless it. No, really. That, ain't nobody going to watch that game. It's the seventh yeah. game. Oh, it's 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 a catch twenty two. You ready for this? I'm listening. It's the Sunday night football game on Christmas Eve. I ain't watching that. What? No, I'm lying. I might. Like it's it's it's, it's tricky because you have people who are going to like not watch it because they'll be doing stuff with family, and it's not necessarily a turn the game on type of situation. But in that same token, ain't nothing else really going to be on. <laughs> so people are just going to kind of be with each other and it's going to be like, oh, there's football on. But it's not football that's going to make people want to watch. So <laughs> it's iffy. It's real iffy. So that's a win. Uh, home against the Chargers on New Year's Eve. Chargers win. Okay. I think they split. Last game of the season at the Raiders. Win. Yeah, definitely win. That's 10. We gave him 10? Okay. We gave him 10. I mean, I feel like the floor is a like they have a they have an easier schedule this year. I would not be surprised if they popped up and won 12. The sad thing about it, I could see them getting 12 and they'll still get swept by number 15. Yes, yes, they would. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Very much so. But yeah, like the Broncos are an interesting team, and I think it'll be interesting to watch them this year. Moving on to did we talk about the Raiders? We have not gotten to the Raiders. Let's talk about the Raiders. Sad that I, that's that. I feel like that's how I feel about the Raiders. Did we talk about them? No. Dang. I guess we got to talk about them. <laughs> I mean, they added Jimmy G, and Josh Jacobs finally signed a one-year deal where he, you know, is going to stick around. Um, they got Austin. I mean. They got Austin Hooper. They got Jacoby Myers. I think that Jacoby Myers is going to be have a really awkward season because he fits the Patriots-style system, but they already have Devontae and Hunter Renfro. What do you need Jacoby for? They added Marcus Epps. Should be pretty good. They added some cornerback depth with Long, David Long and Duke Shelley. I mean, they did lose Rocky Sin to Baltimore. Um, they lost a few more pieces like Denzel Perriman and Foster Moreau, but, like, nothing major. In the draft, they added Tyree Wilson, um, and they added Michael Mayer. Uh, that's two early pieces that they got that are pretty good. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what they're capable of this year. 
um, with the additions. I think the biggest thing is Jimmy G is apparently past his physical, so he can be on the team. But why would you pick up Jimmy G? He's not going to play the full year. Like, he can be winner Jimmy all day, but that don't mean nothing because he's not going to play. And, like, we're back to Josh McDaniels being a really bad head coach but a good offensive coordinator. And it's just – I don't think it's going to work. I feel like they're they're going to have about the same type of season they had last year where, you know, they're not horrible, but they're not good. What are your thoughts? Drake May. Wow. If I was them, I would be in the Drake May sweepstakes. You're not going to win with this roster. The roster is a bad mix of old and young. The young isn't good enough to do anything right now, and your old does not contribute to winning. Greatest Devontae Adams is, at the end of the day, he's going to fall in line with a host of wide receivers that do not win anything. Not necessarily his fault. I'm not saying he's to blame. He just fits in that mode, and that's just what we have right now. He is in that line. Um, so I, he plus considering he originally went there to play for his play with his buddy, and as buddy is gone, I do. But the problem is with Oakland, I don't know if they have the stability to nurture and grow a young quarterback like May. Granted, now me personally, I would love to see Caleb Williams in the in the silver and black. I would love it. I think he fits considering what he put on his fingernails before certain games. It didn't work out in his favor, but you know, as Utah, but I believe he, he will fit into that silver and black. I think it will work well. That's just what I want to see. That's just me being a fan. I would love to see that, but I think they should have a wholesale on a roster. Honestly, I really do. I believe they should have a wholesale and be in the Drake May sweepstakes. Cause I don't think they're, I don't, I don't think they're going to be bad enough to get Caleb. I, or even maybe they can trade up to get Caleb, but I think all talks about them this season is null and void. I think they should be building towards the future. And if you can't get Caleb, get Drake May. Um, granted, I'll be totally honest. Haven't seen a lot of Drake May, so I can't tell you if he's garbage yet. So stay tuned for later episodes where I tell you if quarterbacks are garbage or not. But if Drake May is who they say he is, then that's what your focus should actually be on, finding a way to acquire that number two pick. That's what I think about the Raiders' season. That makes sense. I don't disagree with anything you said. I did just see a stat that hurt my feelings, and I was – I like, the entire time you were talking, I was like, but how? Like, how? Like, wait, no, no. So, Willie, Devontae Adams, first-team All-Pro, Pro Bowl. 1,500 yards last year, 14 touchdowns, mm-hmm. 100 catches, mm-hmm. 180 targets. Mm-hmm. How? Like, it's Devontae Adams. What were y'all doing that Devontae Adams had a 55% catch percentage? Throwing inaccurate passes. You're throwing inaccurate passes. Like, that's so bad. I also don't understand how he was targeted that much. Because it's Devontae. I'm not surprised. Like, nothing you said shocked me except the 55% catch rate. But then when I think about who was throwing him the ball, nothing against Derek Carr. But let's be real, he hasn't been the same since he broke his leg on Christmas Day. True. Also, they never gave him – like, 
I'm still annoyed with the way that the writers handled that because it's like y'all y'all acted like he was the problem when he really wasn't. No, the instability around him was the problem, but it's easy to blame just the quarterback that doesn't say anything. The same quarterback that went through like a the John Gruden fiasco and still was like, was there either one win of the playoffs or got y'all there and y'all lost to Cincinnati? In a game that y'all were wholeheartedly in. This is also yeah. the man who, when the situation came out with Henry Ruggs, he was like, I've, I hate that he did it. I don't, I'm not condoning anything that he did, but I do hope that he understands that I still love him for who he is because I understand at this point there's so much hate going towards him. I really want to make sure he knows that he's still loved. Like, that's who you get rid of? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't really have much else to say about the Raiders. I think the They'll be all right. It'll, they'll, they're going to have some wins that they should be, like you said, going for Drake Mace mistakes because that's what they're going to get. Um, next up, we're going to hit the Chargers and Justin Herbert with Kellen Moore and how he's going to have like 5,200 yards, even though he's going to throw the ball to people that we don't know who they are because Keenan Allen and Mike Williams is going to be hurt rather so. The Chargers are one of the weirdest rosters because when you honestly look at them, they're so good. But it doesn't matter because it's the Chargers. You talk about teams being cursed. And all the times that Stephen A. has talked about the Cowboys, if something can go wrong, it will go wrong. You literally were up 28 points and lost to the Jaguars. In the playoffs, what what else needs to be said? Like, I don't – I still don't understand how Brandon Staley has a job because you couldn't get on the bus with me. We're going to have to fight. They added Quinn Johnston from TCU. I think that will be a really good add because, you know, unless it's something in the water and he get hurt too, which would be hilarious, I might add. They lost their starting linebacker, Andrew Tranquil. They lost Kyle Van Noy. They lost Bryce Callahan. They added a couple of pieces in Morgan Fox and Trey Pipkins, but not much. They added Trey Eric Kendrick. So I think that losing Drew Tranquil hurts, but you add Eric Kendrick, so it works out. But, I mean, I think that this team will go – will probably win somewhere between 10 and 12 games. They'll be competitive. They'll probably beat the Chiefs at least once and then they'll fa- fail or falter at some point or make some dumb decision like going for it and messing up your playoff put chances by not just taking the tie. Like just, you know, stupid stuff that the Chargers do. What What are your thoughts on Chargers, Luke? The best that never was. The best that never was. I mean, when you when you look at the roster, like you said, they're so good. You got Derwin James, who will be a Hall of Famer. You got Khalil Mack, who will be a Hall of Famer. Joey Bosa, who, who has Hall of Fame talent. Uh, Keenan Allen, when it's all said and done, he will have a case for the Hall. I wouldn't think much of one, but as a case, Mike Williams, all the physical tools you're looking for as far as a big, big body wide receiver. You have Rashawn Slater back, who I think is going to hit a couple all pro teams before it's all said and done. You got Dan Faust, Dan Marino, I mean, Justin Herbert. Um, you, you have, you, you have, I mean, Austin Eckler is. I mean, he'll definitely never go to the Hall of Fame, but he's he's going to have counting numbers as far as touchdowns. He's going to be very, very productive. And yet, like you said, 
Ten wins at best. Probably losing the first round. I feel bad because it ain't much to talk about with them. I mean, then you did what's that? I forgot they got Asante Samuel Jr., very good corner. JC Jackson is going to be back from injury. They have the pieces. It just doesn't matter because, like you said, they're the Chargers. And I like, um, as you as you know, our our listeners may not know, but I'm very big on sports curses. I have no idea what they did. I don't know what they did to be so cursed. I don't. No, there's almost any time I believe a team is cursed, I can pinpoint what happened. I have no earthly idea. Maybe it was shady deals on how they of how the ownership acquired said team. I do not know. I couldn't tell you. I, uh, seriously, I wish I knew. But for you to have all this talent and for us to look at you like, mm, yeah, okay, 10 wins. In between, the floor is probably 8. The ceiling is probably 13. You'll probably finish around 10. And, and there we go. And and nobody cares. Nobody cares. But for all that talent, we should care. And we don't because time and time again, like you said, anything that can go wrong will go wrong. And I think the only reason why Steve and A ain't brought them up is because he doesn't have a bias against the Cowboys. If he if he actually looked at it objectively. He will see that the Chargers are actually the real definition of it. Like, we're talking about a franchise that had the number one offense, the number one defense in the entire league, and still missed the playoffs due to special freaking teams. Yep. This is the franchise we're talking about. We're talking about a franchise that had Dan Faust and Phillip Rivers and basically got, oh, and basically got him again, a combination of those two, NG Herbo. Yeah, well, Jay Herbo, my bad, not G Herbo, Jay Herbo. And it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. Nope. That's, that's my thoughts on the Chargers. The best it never was, because you look at the roster from top to bottom, or even just their, if you match up their top six players up against any almost any other team's top six players, the Chargers come out on top, but it's not going to matter. Yep. So, so Willie, we get to end on a good note. What we think is the best quarterback in the NFL you say it all the time. You got to beat 15. He's my favorite quarterback. You know Peyton is my favorite quarterback of all time. I struggle with Pattis slowly supplanting him as my favorite quarterback of all time. I think the biggest thing about this team this year will be making sure that Chris Jones gets paid. I think he'll be there before week one. It's really weird because Chris Jones is being like trollish in his outlook on things, but everything coming out of Chiefs camp is we want to pay him. Like, we're, it, like, it's the number that we're trying to work out. But we want him here. So I think that'll be really interesting to see what actually happens with it. I'm not really sure, but yeah, we'll see. Honestly, I think that I said for the past four – since I started this podcast and before I started the podcast, the thing about the Chiefs is they have Patrick Mahomes and he gives you enough points to where – you have success, and your defense just has to bend, not break, and give the ball back to him with enough time, and he will win you games. And that has continued to be true. I think that offensively, they will continue to be super successful. I think with Pacheco, I think that with Pacheco, with Jared McKinnon, with Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Elair, who when we're recording this, he's still on the team, there's a chance that he won't be on the team. By the time this comes out, he might be a 53-man cut. But I am very interested to see what happens with the wide receiver room 
where you have Tony, Moore, Rasheed Rice, and MVS. I think that those four will be able to step up and really do something. And I'm really interested to see, because, you know, he still got that fastball in Kelsey, and that's all that really matters. So, Will, what are your thoughts on the Chiefs? Do the Chiefs still got number 15? Yep. They still got Andy Reid? Yep. Oh, rest of it doesn't matter. Um, Doesn't matter. I will say this, I have to remain consistent on what I said. There is a team I think that is going to beat them, and that is Mr. Lamar. I do believe that. If you ask me for my reasoning, I ain't got much of one. But they got number 15, point blank period. The raw receivers don't matter. They could try out me out there. I could get you 50 catches. It might only go for 50 yards, but I can get you 50 catches. They still got the fastball on Travis Kelsey. Rest of it doesn't matter. That, 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 that division is the Kansas City Chiefs Invitational. Just like I said, the entire NFC is the Philadelphia Bulldogs Invitational. That's all that matters. They have number 15, plain and simple. And unlike your quarterback, um, Mr. Manning, yeah. One of them can play in the cold. One of them historically has not been able to. to Did nobody ask life. you about that? Did nobody yeah. ask you about the cold? You didn't have to bring that up. That's all I need to say. You didn't have to bring that up. Side note, I was literally talking to Buddy the other day. And I was talking about Peyton. And I was like, I mean, Peyton was good, but he couldn't play in the cold. And it, it was so sad because he just bit like he. But one of the things we don't talk about, Aaron Rodgers don't really play well in the cold. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers don't play well in the playoffs. Ooh. Hot, cold, winter, summer, winter, snowfall, sunshine, doesn't matter. We're going to find a way to lose the game. That's what we do around here. If we're Aaron Rodgers, that's, that's what we do. We can lose to Colin Kaepernick, Jimmy Garoppolo. It don't matter. We'll match freaking Ryan. Uh, <laughs> we're going to find a way to lose. But like I said before, we have a scenario where this guy couldn't score a touchdown at all. He lost to a guy that couldn't score a touchdown. He lost to Jimmy G. But I'm supposed to believe he is supposed to go through Lamar, number 15, Burrow, Allen, chronic headache boy. Uh, is he supposed to beat those guys? Sunshine. Oh. Also, I just want to throw this out, there, out here. Because we don't talk about this one as much because we see and we know about, you know, we always talk about the 49ers loss because they were the really bad ones. But what we don't talk about is the conference championship game where Tom Brady threw three interceptions <laughs> and you still lost. Literally say, hey, Jair Alexander, here. Here's the ball. Take that. Take that. Now, granted, in his defense, barely his defense, number 70, I think his name is Elton Jenkins, completely whiffed the entire game. Desmond King somehow got lost multiple times. I don't know how he got that lost and how he got that burnt, but he did consistently. But at the end of the day, Tom Brady literally tried to hand you the game, and you was like, nah, bro, I don't want it. But I'm supposed to believe he's going to get past Lamar, Burrow, Josh Allen, Headache Boy, number 15, G Herbo, and Sunshine. He's going to get past all seven of them. Yep. 
and we're talking about a guy, let's also keep it real, since that's what we do. If it wasn't for one miraculous throw, he would have lost to Dak Prescott in his rookie year. Shh, don't talk about that. It took a throw that you can't even recreate on Madden because you blew a lead. Yep. You almost lost to rookie Dak Prescott. You almost let him do, what's that, an 18-point comeback on you. I'm going to be quiet, though. He's supposed to get past them seven quarterbacks, though. Good luck, Jets. Yep, and that is all the time we have for the All Purpose NFL Podcast. Thank you for listening, and have a good one.